0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter, at Professor Sides. Today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022, and this episode covers today's best Major League Baseball bets. In case you're new here, I've built a mathematical model for win probability, hitter and pitcher projections, and I analyze weather data in order to make one pick, and one pick only on every game played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As you go through the place, remember there are no locks in gambling. So what I'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling wagers. That in mind, please understand that good and mad variance will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, yesterday down a couple of units. Uh, given the roller coaster that this season has been, just some ho hum days where we're up or down a unit or two is. Not a bad thing for me personally. Uh it's been so weird. Every two or three days it just swings where everything is hitting, all the choices I make are right. And I tweeted about this. Uh if you you know, if you listen to yesterday's show, there were four or five games that I kind of said, Hey, I like two things here. And there was one game where like both won it didn't matter. And there's one game where like both lost and it didn't matter. And the other three, like I could go either way situations um i just made the wrong pick and, and that's sometimes what happens that's why i said that the multiple things i like that way you can um you know hear what i'm saying and and make your own decision and either play both and that way on on those that went one-on-one one there you know you split or uh just take the one that you like the, mo- the, the most right and so um but yeah it's just it's been such a weird season every two or three days it seems like i'm on five or two or three days i just can't get anything right so uh if these are our down days that's good hopefully we'll get back to the on fire days those are a whole lot more fun hopefully we can start that back up today and before we get to that slate, some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and the only way to ensure you don't miss any of the college basketball mlb or college football content that this channel provides share with a friend if you know others in the game hit me up on twitter or drop a comment if you're on youtube i love those and try to respond to as many as i can and of course i encourage all my listeners to have multiple books in their portfolio especially ones with reduced juice timelines it's minus 105 on each side for MLB games if these at your disposal you should be able to find an edge on any game I have a couple that I recommend the links are in the show's description and on the website www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash sportsbooks cannot emphasize enough how important it is to shop around you can save a nickel here a dime there in the long run it's going to really add up so just make sure uh if you have the time and the ability you're shopping around doesn't mean you have to have 15 different books, right? At some point there's some diminishing returns. You probably don't need 15, but at least having a couple is really important. It can really help you out. So it's just my uh recommendation there to try to help help you either make a little bit more or if you're just viewing this as entertainment, uh just lose a little bit less at a time. And that's again totally fine. We all pay for entertainment, and that's what a lot of this is for a lot of people. And that's again absolutely fine. Just hopefully we can minimize the losses that we're paying for our entertainment, right? So, uh, again, always recommend multiple books there uh, for you, and those links are in the show's description. Today's slate, we got a lot of afternoon games here on a Wednesday afternoon. We're going to start off with the Brewers and the Reds, Adrian Hauser versus Vladimir Gutierrez. Um. Vladimir Gutierrez, one of the worst pitchers in my database who's still getting to start. Most of the Reds pitchers are bad. The Reds bullpen is bad. Adrian Hauser, a guy who I kind of am always saying a little bit of smoke and mirrors. Um, I said this last time, and I just isolated the Brewers team total over, and Hauser gave up a few runs. Sometimes he looks okay, but for the most part, I think his numbers are um, a little bit of a mirage brewers bats been doing pretty well for the most part reds keep scoring i don't see any reason to change up what we've been doing lately with this reds team weather it's going to be a warm day in cincinnati and if you're with us on youtube here you see again that park factor there of 108 for cincinnati definitely hitters park we're not going to have that 90 degree day with winds blowing out but we'll have low 80s uh, for this game from start to finish and no whirlwind to speak of so Definitely no help to the pitchers whatsoever. Maybe a slight boost to the bats, maybe a warning track fly ball that he gets over the fence. But for the most part, it's going to play pretty normal weather-wise in a hitter's park in in a situation with some good offenses and some questionable pitchers. I'm going over nine. I'm giving this an A grade. I, I, the Reds are just a bit a consistent over team, and I just don't see any reason to change it up. Yesterday I only gave it a B and my fear it came true if you go back and listen to that if you remember what I said my fear was you had some Jekyll and Hyde pitchers there with with Peralta and Green that I didn't think overall were great but could put it together and definitely have some some potential to pitch well and I said hey if those guys you know go 6 innings and don't give up many runs it's going to make it harder for us to get to that over and thankfully, the bullpen's kind of imploded for us. But those two pitchers pitched pretty well, and the game still went over. Now you've got pitchers that are much worse. I mean, the drop-off from Hunter Green to Vladimir Gutierrez is light years. And as up and down as Peralta's been, Peralta, at least in the last you know year, year and a half, has had many dominant starts, whereas Hauser's had starts that the numbers have been there, but he never really looks dominant. So uh, to me, this number should be probably 10. Uh, even at 10, I probably take over. It's probably at 10 and a half where I, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. The Reds keep going over. I don't see why we should stop. A pick for me, the Reds are going to play a game under at some point. And if we lose on it, that's fine. But I just want to you know, continue putting more units down in these situations to try to keep this thing rolling as long as we can until the books really make that number one that we can't accept. Nine is definitely not that number overnight. I love this one. Let's start off with a winner there. Sidewise model says Brewers minus one seventy six. If I had to pick a side, I'd probably go Brewers run line. I don't think I'd take the money line on this one because I don't. I just don't trust Gutierrez whatsoever, so I wouldn't back the Reds. And I don't really love laying a price like minus two hundred on the Brewers. So if I went side, I'd go Brewers run line in this one. But I think over is just the way to look. So over nine, my pick on that one. A grade. 1235 thirty-five, Eastern first pitch, Blue Jays at the Yankees. Jose Barrios versus Jamison Tyon. Weather-wise, we're going to be in the upper sixties. Winds blowing in at double-digit miles and out double-digit miles per hour. So sure we've got um, slight pitcher weather. You know, not too cold, right? not in that low sixties and the fifties where it's really pitcher weather. Um, but it won't be warm. The ball won't really be carrying that much, and the wind will knock things down. So, so kind of some slight pitcher weather there. Um, the model says Yankees minus 126. Blue Jays are plus 129. You could look Blue Jays. I don't think that's a bad play with Barrios in the mound. I have Barrios as a slightly better pitcher than Talion. Um, but I think with pitchers are respectable. both are above average. Total seven and a half. I would go under on the game total if that was a market that I wanted to enter. I think this is going to be a tight, low scoring game. Extra innings gets wonky, so I'd rather just avoid that. I'll go first five under four. B pick for me specifically because I don't have to worry about extras. Um, and I have that push protection if it does land right at four. So I think this is a slightly better play than full game under. Again, my my gimmick here is one pick and one pick only for each game. Part of that's because I'm have i tracking all this stuff. I'm just playing it. I want full transparency and just creating... Uh, ways to display if i put multiple picks and how i spread all that out is really just kind of a pain so it's it's this is a situation where again i it's the, the gimmick is one pick only for each game remember you can bet zero picks in a game and you can bet three in a game if you want all right now be careful with your units and how pick bets are correlated right so on this one i think i would go a little bit full game and a little bit first five i like the first five a little bit more so i might do if you wanted to put one unit on this game i might put two thirds of a unit on the first five under and then one third on the full game that way you're you're kind of spreading out a little bit, but because those are so highly correlated, right? Uh, I, if I say I like both of them, that doesn't mean I, uh, you know, go full full wager on both, right? So split your unit maybe a little bit. I like first five a little bit better at four. If this drops a three and a half, probably lean more full game. Both these bullpens are solid. Yesterday was a high scoring game. That's going to happen, right? Every game in baseball is not always going to go under. Um, but again, for the most part, these teams tend to play more tight playoff type games. So that's where I'm going to look again today. doesn't mean it will happen. It just means I think that's probably the better side. I like both pitchers when blowing in. First five under four B pick for me in the day game in New York. To 10 Eastern first pitch. Guardians at the White Sox. Aaron Savali versus Vince Velasquez. We've been backing Velasquez in these first five under spots the last couple of times he's been out and it's worked fantastic. He's looked really great. And that's about where he's drawn the line. He's been able to go five pretty good. And then um, that's been, you know, kind of all all she wrote for him. I don't really trust Aaron Savali. I I project him as well below average. The White Sox offense has definitely struggled this year, uh, but I still project them to be much better than the guardians. And so When you've got the better offense for the White Sox, what I think is the better pitcher for the White Sox, that just kind of lines up for an easy decision for me to back the White Sox. It's only minus 134. They're at home. I think personally this number should be more like 150. The model says only minus 130, but it's like we're always talking about with pitchers, right? Velasquez was very, very bad last year. And the model's picking up on that and docking him for that. And I'm not saying he's going to be great, but he purposely signed with the White Sox to pair up with a pitching coach that he liked, trusted, thought he worked well with, and he's pitched better. So he's gone from truly terrible last year to respectable. I would say probably about league average at this point, Uh, maybe a little bit less if you're thinking it's a little bit of um, a little bit of good luck, but kind of what I've seen, maybe even slightly above league average not by much, but I mean, somewhere just in that league average realm. And so the models docking him for last year. And I'm not saying that that didn't happen. I just think when a pitcher goes to a new pitching coach, new team, new things like that, you, you kind of have to adjust a little bit quicker. The model, I don't have any inputs for it to do that. The model's already complicated enough. So I think that the, model saying white socks minus 130 i think it should be more like minus 150 i'll take the white Sox minus 134 b pick for me not an a pick simply because as much as i think velasquez is being underrated by the model he's still not amazing right and so kind of a b plus pick i like this one uh but the white Sox defense is very very bad and Velasquez is not a pitcher that I think is good enough to purposely want to back with that A grade. I did some of the first five unders with A grades specifically because the pitcher he was facing was also very good, and the weather was really chilly and wind blowing in. So it was one of those like, I could get to an A grade because of all these other factors: White Sox defense being bad, their offense again I project better than the Guardians, but. Still kind of struggled so far this year. Hasn't really gotten it going yet. Hasn't convinced me it's gotten going yet. So B pick for me. I like the White Sox. Just couldn't quite get to an A grade. Weather-wise, we are going to have wind blowing in about 10 miles an hour from left field. Mid-70s, though, so the ball will carry probably pretty regularly. The only difference being the wind will knock it down a little bit. I don't trust Savali enough to go uh, any form of under. Um, I just think the White Sox are the way that I want to look on this one. 340 Eastern first pitch, Marlins at the Diamondbacks. Sandy Alcantara versus Merrill Kelly. Uh, this is one of the ones I talked about yesterday. just had two different ways we could go with it. The model said Diamondbacks were the way to go. I went game under. Uh, Lizardo just got destroyed yesterday, and I talked about how I thought he was a new pitcher, and I still think he is. I still think he's a better pitcher than the model anticipates. Yesterday, just a bad start. That happens. It's going happen to happen every good pitcher, um, even pitchers who win the Cy Young. You know, we'll have a bad start or two. Uh, he did not look good yesterday. Dimeback scored a ton of runs off. I'm like, I keep saying this Dimebacks team is maybe decent, you know, maybe even kind of good. Uh, it's surprising their offense continues to look better and better. And so we've talked about this. We don't fade Merrill Kelly around here. He's definitely a guy that I want to back in one way, shape, or form. Alcantara, also a very good pitcher. My first thought was game under. My second thought was first five under. I don't love the total at seven and a half. I don't love the first five at three and a half. I really was hoping for four and eight. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, this Diamondbacks offense just continues to look better. And I just don't want to fade that. So I thought about backing the Diamondbacks. Models says minus 106. They're priced at minus 109. If I had to go one way or the other, I would back the Diamondbacks again, especially given Merrill Kelly at home. He's definitely a pitcher that I want to be invested in. But the more and more I thought about it, I just thought I'd rather isolate the Marlins team total going under three and a half. It's only minus 112. A grade pick for me here. At normal juice, this total should be three. And honestly, if it was two and a half, that's kind of where I start getting scared away. I think it's a more accurate number Y'all know, I love me some Merrill Kelly. I really love me some Merrill Kelly at home. Marlins offense, just very average to below average. They definitely have some pieces that can come through. And I mentioned this on a previous podcast, the Marlins might be a scary team in the national league. They just need a few things to go their way. They definitely have the pitching, the bullpen I think can hold up. It's those bats that they they've got some pieces, but they just need a couple of them to really take that extra step to make them a real contender. So far, I just haven't quite seen it yet consistently. So I don't really trust their offense just yet. Marlins under 3.5 I think is a fantastic play, A grade for me. Other option would be just taking the Diamondbacks to win the game. I think one way or the other, we need to have some action supporting backing in favor of Merrill Kelly. I think that's the way that we get to the window in that game. 7-5 Eastern first pitch Mets at the Nationals. Tyler McGill versus Aaron Sanchez. Weather-wise, we're going to be in the – High 60s to start, low 60s to close, slight breeze in, 5 to 10 miles an hour. The model says Mets minus 157, which would indicate some value on the Nationals at plus 163. I would not touch that. I don't like this Nationals team. I don't think they're very good. I would need something closer to plus 180 before I really thought the Nationals had value, especially given that Aaron Sanchez is not a pitcher I trust, and Tyler McGill is one that I do. So with that said, I'm I'm backing the Mets somehow, and I can't really go with a a, a game total. It's it's like I, I tweeted about this yesterday with that line not coming up until later. It's not knowing who the Mets were going to throw, there was some speculation that they might skip Carrasco and go to McGill. They did not, um, and so I didn't talk about it on podcast. But I, I tweeted this. I, I wanted the Nats team total under, and I just didn't know what the game full game total because Corbin is. Sometimes he looks great, and other times he just gets lit up. So I just didn't want to mess with that. I kind of feel the same thing here with Aaron Sanchez, except I think Sanchez is a little bit worse than Corbin. Uh, Maybe a little bit higher of a floor. You know, He tends to not get beat up quite as bad on the bad starts as Corbin, but I don't think he has the upside Corbin does. But it's a similar idea. I don't really want the, the game total under or over because I don't think the Nats will score and the Mets I don't know if they will or not um but I don't want to be invested in needing Aaron inches to pitch well it might go okay but I mean I project him with an era over five for the rest of the year that's very bad uh so I just I want to isolate the Nats team total as I did yesterday under three and a half is the way that I'm looking it's minus 144. That's a B pick for me. It would be a B pick as well. If you went under three, you'd probably get that around normal odds. So under three, I also like it might push. Pushes aren't going to scare me away. Uh, So either way, you want to look at that B pick for me. I think that's the right side. I just can't get there to an A pick at these odds. And if you've got regular odds going under three, you know if you're a minus 115 or something under three, it'd still be a B pick just knowing that we might push – doesn't again scare me away from it but it's not one to be one that I'm going to invest heavier in knowing that uh we have one fewer chance to win uh that one but I I like Tyler McGill I think he can shut down the Nats (laughs) and again weather wise it's slight pitcher's weather you know in the 60s slight breeze blowing in I think he can get the job done for us so Nats under three and a half heavy juice there B pick for me Rays at the Angel Shane McClanahan versus Shohei Otani in a late afternoon start in Anaheim. It'll still be chilly out there in Southern California. It'll be upper 60s. Winds will be blowing out to right field 15 to 20 miles an hour. If we had a warmer day, this would screen take over seven. Obviously, two pitchers that are really good, two pitchers that I project um, in the top you know, handful of pitchers in my database uh, but with that wind blowing out and seven being a really low number, I just couldn't quite go over seven. The Rays' offense has been very hit or miss. They either seem to score eight or one, um, initially none, right? If if you miss that one, of course, they got no hit last night. Uh, by Reed Detmers, who is a pitcher who we all know has potential, solid prospect, but a guy who I don't think he's gone more than – Eight innings since like high school is what I think I saw. Um, it just kind of shows you the Rays' offense how they can disappear, and so I, I just couldn't quite get to over seven because the temperature in the sixties. But yeah, if we if we had a, an eighty degree day with these winds, oh my gosh, I think people would just say under because the pitchers. And I would say, hey, no, this is actually an over spot. But as it is, I'm gonna stay away from the total. It's one I want no part of. Again, I like the pitchers, but um, that wind blowing out and on total that low does not take very much uh for it to go over as I've been mentioned with the Angels kind of an average offense but those guys at the top that get rolling can really do some damage they did some damage last night um Anthony left-handed Anthony Rendon, Rendon did some damage if, if y'all missed that he turned around and hit left-handed hit a home run um I mean everything went right for the Angels last night tonight the model says Angels minus 135. It's an a pick for me on the Angels at minus 120. I don't understand this number whatsoever. McClanahan is good, but I project Otani to be better. The Angels have the better bats. Again, I don't think that they're going to be a, a top three offense in the in baseball, but if they keep everybody healthy, they're a top 15 offense, maybe top 10 is kind of where I project them in that. I project them in that like 10 11 range. Um, which is better than the Rays. So, I mean, you got the better starting pitcher for the Angels. You've got the better offense for the Angels. They're home, and they're only minus 120. It makes no sense to me. Obviously, the Rays have a bullpen advantage, but we're hoping that we can get, you know, six or seven strong innings from Otani. And again, with the Rays' bats, if they do anything like yesterday, Otani should be able um, to keep his pitch count low enough to get to that 6-7 inning mark. And then at that point, we don't need very many pitchers from the Angels' bullpen to hold it down for us. You could look first five angels i have yet to play a first five side this year mainly because if we're getting dime lines on the full game i'd rather just make plays with less juice i think that's gonna work out better for us in the long term right we have to be sensitive to prices and if i take first five i'm out of the dime line market and so um i've yet to do that but this is one where you might consider if you said the angels bullpen scares you um Maybe a little first five angels. This is one kind of similar I talked about. If you made multiple plays, maybe do a half unit on the angels first five and a half on the full game. Something like that would be you know, an option. But at minus 120, A grade pick for me. This makes no sense. Up to minus 130, A grade pick. The model says minus 135. I think it should be minus 140, minus 145, minus 150. Somewhere in that ballpark. So it, it makes no sense to me. And in general, more times than not, we do see numbers leak out towards the angels and the dodgers as the day goes on even as sports betting has become more national we continue to continue to see that trend this year um don't know if that'll happen tonight especially with mcclanahan he's a he's a very sexy pitcher for the rays but if we have that on the table might be one where i'd rather get my angels money in sooner rather than later so something to keep in your mind there 17 eastern first pitch Athletics at the Tigers, Zach Logue versus Joey Wentz. We continue to see the unders hit for these two teams. Um, This is the fourth game of the series, and um, I've gotten some form of action of a winner and under in all three of the first ones. We continue to see pitchers that are either not good or I've not, heard of or our young guys dominate i don't know what else there is to say about this the a's offense is awful and the tiger's offense is awful they did put six runs together and of course they threw a shutout so the game still went under the first five still went under um and that one in the in the day game yesterday and then in the night game uh still more low scoring action so i, I don't and I mentioned this Monday with Jake, like we see, have seen this year, the shift with the new baseball has meant bad offense versus bad pitcher, bad pitcher wins. Previously bad offense versus bad pitcher was when bad offense won. And I just think let's keep doing the same thing. I'm going under seven and a half. It's about even money. Only a B pick for me just because again, these pitchers aren't good. And so I don't want to be over-invested in one pitcher who can, get lit up but I mean I just have a hard time seeing both of these teams scoring weather-wise we are going to start off in the mid-70s but we're going to close in the low 60s winds will be blowing in and or across five to ten miles an hour so not going to affect much as it gets colder and colder and we get to the bullpen and the bullpens for these teams are better than the starters so this is definitely not one that I want a first five play on I want that full game because as it goes it Later in the, in the game, I think runs are going to be really hard to come by. If you have a pre-game, you know, last five option or something like that, just drop that on. I'd love that under. Uh, if you have a, a, a unique market like that, um, model says Tigers minus one seventeen. I have no feel for the side on this. I think both teams aren't very good. Both offenses aren't very good. I mean, I don't. I don't know how to get a feel for this matchup on who wins i just think runs will be at a premium somebody might score i don't think both teams score under seven and a half about even money b pick for me 740 Eastern first pitch Asher's at the twins maybe we have some weather concerns with this one storms brewing in minnesota 80 degrees to start off closing in the mid to low 70s depending on when this game would close We might not get nine in. We might not get anything in. Winds will be blowing probably in. But again, when the systems come in, that's what we're projecting with the storms there. If the storms just miss or if they break up, maybe it'll be slightly different. Maybe it'll be just kind of drizzly. I don't really know. A chance this game doesn't happen. So something to keep an eye on if you're a DFS or just a regular fantasy player. If the game happens... Jose Urquidy versus Chris Archer. Models says Astros should be a slight favorite, which is what we see. So no edge on the side here, and it's a, it's a, it's a. The sides are here. I, I, I want to. I don't want to be involved in. Um, I agree. I think the Asher should be a slight favorite, but there's really no value to laying a price like minus 120 with the Astros on the road. Archer and Urquidy are both pitchers that can be good. They can kind of struggle. I think they're both better than average, but they both have some variability to them. I don't really want to isolate either side's team total. I'll go full game under eight. I'm giving it a B pick, only a B pick, because I don't really trust either pitcher enough to give this an A. I think both are just on the precipice of that. Archer's had some decent starts, but... I just, he's looked better than he's looked the last couple of years, but he still hasn't looked nearly as good as he was in Tampa. Urquidy, of all the Astros pitchers, as good as Odorisi's looked, he's one I, I, trust Urquidy a little bit less than I trust Javier, than I trust uh, Luis Garcia. Obviously, than I trust Lance McCullers when he gets healthy, um, and obviously Verlander. Um, I think he's solid. I just, I just don't quite, trust him as much as i trust a couple of those other guys so uh b pick for me on the under i think under's the way to look especially if the wind is blowing in you know 10 miles an hour to start the game uh twins bats not very great so i i think under is the way to look if the game happens but one, i can't quite get to an a pick on or else the cardinal 745 eastern first pitch spencer watkins versus miles michaelis A warm night in St. Louis, as we've been talking about some heat there in the Midwest. We're going to start off about 90 degrees at first pitch, finishing off about 80 degrees. No real wind to speak of. If it is, it'll be a cross. Model says Cardinals minus 221. I'm seeing prices of Cardinals minus 205 right now, so I want to be on the Cardinals. I just don't want to lay those odds. For a B pick, I'd have to lay four units. That's just a lot in baseball randomness. Anything can happen. The Royals got the win yesterday. I don't think they do it again. I think the Orioles are a bad team. I think the Cardinals are solid, um, but sometimes bad teams win. And so I don't want to lay minus 200 in general. That's kind of usually about my cut point. I'll go Cardinals run line minus one and a half. That's uh, normally juiced there. B pick for me, not one I want to be overly invested in, just because run lines are This time of year are just not as appealing. Most teams, Royals aside, when they just kind of waved the white flag a couple days ago um, in that fifth inning and just hung their pitcher out to dry, teams are mostly trying hard for all nine innings. So it's hard to get to an A pick on the run line for me. Now, not impossible, but just harder. As we get past the summer and we see certain teams really just saying we want to get young guys in, I think run lines become a little more appealing because all it takes is a quick, you know, four-run lead, and all of a sudden, let's get the prospects in that sort of thing, um, and that can give us just a lot more, just that extra little bit of comfortability there. Tend to not see those much early, so be pick on the Cardinals run line. I think that's the right side. I think they should be favored by more. I think the Orioles are pretty bad. I think Michaelis is a much better pitcher than Spencer Watkins. Spencer Watkins, I don't think, is a guy who should be starting in the major leagues at this point. Uh, but what I'm not going to be over invested in just because I don't want to be that pissed off with the Cardinals one by one totals eight I have nothing really to say about that it's a warm night so it's not one that I want to go under on there's no wind blowing in and with the Orioles involved I don't trust their bats to score runs but also depending on who pitches they may give up a bunch and the Cardinals have the possibility of doing that so I'm totally staying away from that total That takes us to extra innings. We have a few other games here. Day game in Seattle. Phillies at the Mariners. I've got a C pick on the Phillies at plus 143. Red Sox are playing the Braves tonight. I'm going first five under three and a half. I've got a C pick on that one as well. Eovaldi versus Anderson. Can't really find anything great to say about that. Two teams that have been frustrating in different ways. One I don't want to have too much invested in. Uh, and there's three games that don't have lines i will tweet about these as we confirm starting pitchers and get numbers out dodgers the pirates an early game uh it looks like ryan pepio one of the their top prospects versus dylan peters um and then we've got cubs at padres and royals at rangers both games that project to be bullpen games for the road teams so no lines out there yet on those and of course that team who i shall not name is playing i have a pick on that one check that out in the sheet i don't care that they won last night they're still on my bad list i need a lot of wins in a row before i feel comfortable talking about them going forward so a recap of my a plays I got three of them for you today. Brewers at the Reds over nine, Marlins at the Diamondbacks. I've got Marlins team total under three and a half, and Rays at the Angels. I've got Angels minus 120. And then again, the hockey games, if you're interested in those, I split yesterday, so lost a tiny bit on the juice. Tonight we have another Stars game. I love tonight's under. We got a B winner on the last one. I'm giving tonight's under an A locked in under five and a half minus 120 I love that it's not juiced that heavily I think for game I think for game three you know it was like minus like 140 or something I love the minus 120 here either way juice aside I really think we're gonna see a game like game two in game four the flames controlled the puck and dominated that game. And part of it is the flames are good. I've said that they're the better team, but what I saw was a stars team that just couldn't, didn't do what they wanted to do um, execution wise. I don't think it was about the physical skill. It was just, they were making some poor decisions and they weren't able to control the puck and I think that's going to be preached these last two days going back to Calgary knowing that the knowing that it's hard to win on the road I really think the Stars are going to try to play the ugliest most boring game of hockey tonight it's when you probably don't want to watch the other hockey games are much more fun than this series the series has been kind of painful to watch if you like scoring I think it's going to be ugly um I think they're going to try to grind this game to a halt I think this whole Flames had 50 shots thing I think the Stars Would rather just skate in circles to prevent that from happening. So I And and even with the Flames doing that, Ottinger was good enough to keep us under the total. I love tonight under 5.5, a pick for me in that one. And I'll give you a bonus one too. Penguins, plus 117, a pick for me on that one. Rangers have a really good goalie, but that is it. The rest of their team is awful. I think the Penguins are the much better team. I think they're getting disrespect, but their goalie situation actually isn't that bad. I think the Penguins close out the series tonight on the road. Anything at plus odds makes a ton of sense. I've got two A hockey picks that I really like tonight if you're interested in the ice hockey. If you're not, hopefully you had an entertaining time listening to me talk for the last two minutes. (laughs) And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please get that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Cousin Jared will be back with us. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.